I almost forgot to record. That would have been, I would have been so upset, even though I didn't write any of that intro down. So I don't even know what to repeat, say it again. But anyway, <laughs> um, there's been an uptick in people being afraid of wasting their time. And I think it's relevant to how volatile our society feels right now with inflation, with current events, the way of the world right now, it, everything feels so fragile. Um, and I think it's adding this extreme anxiety of my time has to matter. I have to be diligent. With, tell me in the chat if you can notice that too. It feels like everything has to be a lot more intentional, right? So, and it feels like it's it's just, we can't just waste our time. We can't just sit around and allow things to happen. And it, everything just feels like it's speeding up. And time is not faster now. It's our demand of what we get out of our time is a lot higher. Time is not faster. Our demand is a lot higher. And I think that that's what's leading to this like restlessness. Then you compile that with it being the holidays and us knowing we're going into the holidays eating more you know, um, drinking more if, if that's what you're doing, you know, like partying more, seeing people you haven't seen in forever, just the insecurity of that, the trauma of this time of year, like I said, you know, so all of that combining is like turning into this pressure cooker, right? And I think that it's really important that we stop and reframe our idea of what wasting time actually is. So when it comes to trying to lose weight, there are two main fears that people have, right? And that is when, when it comes to starting a new journey. And that is one, if it'll work. And two, if it'll suck, right? But what do those two things have in common? Ultimately, it's the fear of wasting time. You're afraid of wasting time doing something that won't work. You're afraid of wasting time doing something that'll absolutely suck, especially if it'll suck and it doesn't work, right? So there's always this feeling of, is the juice worth the squeeze? And a lot of times there's no way to know if anything, with anything, if the juice is worth the squeeze. So if we always go around thinking that, that's some kind of mystic ability we're supposed to have to know if something will pan out the way we're hoping or not. We're always going to be putting ourselves in the position to potentially fail because we're asking ourselves to know something. There's no way for us to know unless we go through it and figure it out ourselves. No one wants to hear that because wouldn't it be great if we could just, you know, have the crystal ball that can tell us like, is this wasting my efforts? Is wasting my time? I wish I'd be the first one in line for that shit. Trust me. But it just doesn't exist. We just have to do our best. We have to wade through it. You know, we have to just see and take it as it comes. So what are the reasons I want I want you guys to tell me in the chat, what are the reasons that you guys hate wasting time? And it could be any wasting time doing anything. Why do you hate wasting time the most you think? For me, as you guys are writing this in the chat, for me, a lot of it was regret about making the wrong decision. Um, I would always be, I always felt like I was getting in trouble for things and I didn't know why. Um, ADHD, autism, you know, name it. But um, I was always in the, just doing the wrong thing. And I, I would have consequences that came that I didn't 
foresee. Um, I would, I hated being, you know, wasting time because my brain, I always wanted to figure it out the fastest and just get on with it. That's the way I'm programmed, you know? So I was always afraid of making the wrong decision and then having it set me back and having regret over that decision that I made. Let's see what you guys are saying here. Feeling like time is being spent surviving and not living. Yeah, I hate that. It's like we're not even present, right? Feeling like I'm supposed to, quote unquote, be doing one thing over the other and getting it wrong. Absolutely. And then the fear of getting it wrong would be what people would think about you or how that would affect the people around you or something being your fault, right? Because you got it wrong. You, people, you're a burden. People put themselves out for you. All of these fears that can come from wasting time, right? Or we're always fighting the big L, lazy. Nobody ever wants to be considered lazy, right? To you, what does constitute a waste of time though? Like if you were to define it, what do you consider a waste of time? I should have like, actually, let's look up the actual definition of waste of time. Waste of time. <laughs> I like this. The devotion of time to a useless activity. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Big waste. Well, not always. Learn some cool shit on there. But what do you guys consider a waste of time? It's like a hard one to even know what to define, right? You're like, I don't know. Why do we have such high standards on something we can't even define, right? Like we're so afraid of wasting time and we can't even define what we would consider a waste of time. So. Lost my place in my notes, hold on. So my question, or oh, okay, here, see. When I spent an entire day doing nothing, when things could have been done, whether productive or even fun, but why is that a waste of time? Did you not accomplish absolutely anything in that time? Like if you needed to rest, if you needed, your, if your brain needed you to just take that day off to not have to think. It's not what we'd want, but is it a waste? Because even at the end of the day, even if you decide to go sit, sit down outside all day long, you know, like, is that a waste? There's some cultures that relish in that. Some cultures that relish in that and the people live over 100 years old. So really, at the end of the day, what constitutes a waste besides our own guilt over what wasn't accomplished in that time? Right? It's a completely subjective thing. You know, so I think my version is when I put effort into diet and exercise and see no results and my blood work gets worse, I feel all I'm doing is wasting time. But were you not, you said, I think when I put effort into diet and exercise. So if you put your effort into that diet and into exercise and your goal was your intentions were to make it better for yourself so you can you know, feel better and get your health on track and everything, just because it doesn't go the direction you want the time itself is not wasted. You didn't sit and just say like, life is but a dream. Hopefully I can abracadabra my way out of this health issue. You know, like, 
So is it really a waste? I think we're attaching a different sentiment than what is. You can feel disappointed, you know, like hoping you're going to win the lottery and you don't win and you're disappointed. It's the same thing, but you still went out and played the lotto. You still went out and gave yourself the, you know, a good shot at trying to trying to win. We're just programmed to beat ourselves up even though that doesn't yield better results. We think if we're not beating ourselves up, we're going to go off the deep end and we're going to have no discipline and we'll be completely, you know, fly by the seat of our pants. We're not built that way. We're just more used to being mad at ourselves for things not panning out because at least that way it feels like we can blame ourselves because we're the problem. We can also be the solution. It feels closer to control to be able to be mad at ourselves for something and say we wasted time. Even if we were doing the best we we could with the most knowledge that we were armed with that whole time. Doing something that is not ultimately serving my best interest. And then again, I'm, I'm forever annoyingly... I don't even know the word for it, but I love doing these these types of exercises because even that, right? Doing something that is not ultimately serving my best interest, even that's not a waste of time because what is your best interest? There's different realms of that. Is it mentally in your best interest, socially, um, financially, career-wise? There's so many different things that might in that moment, it might be in your best interest in that area. And if it's not, can you not also learn from why that happened that way? So is it ultimately a waste? So how do we change this, right? First of all, ask yourself, like, do you, you have such a high standard for your own time. You're supposed to know exactly how to do things, exactly how to get what you want, exactly how to tell your body what to do. All these very high stakes, difficult things. You're just expecting of yourself, right? Do you even have those same standards for other people? If they're a little late to something, if they um, look like a hot mess one day, if they if their pants are tight, if they aren't feeling so hot, uh, they woke up feeling groggy instead of rested, are you mad at them for that? Are you like, why don't you try harder? You're wasting your time. Like, stop being so slow. Why are you eating that? Don't wait, you know, like, you don't, you don't beat them up like that, right? But we do that to ourselves. How would you think a person would perform if they're constantly berated? You would assume that if they're beat down all the time, they're probably not going to do very well. But we do that shit to ourselves. And we expect far better results. We expect to be perfect at everything and get what we want while being the meanest person in the room to ourselves just doesn't work that way, you know? So how do we change this up, right? First is we have to decide it, that we want to change the way we're internally parenting ourselves, right? Because that's that's what it is, is, you know, we think that we're supposed to just have it on lock mentally. No, like we, these days, there's so much stimulus everywhere we look when it comes to paying our bills, social media, constant access to people, uh, constant news in our face, just everything. Again, everything's so fast now. Everything's so volatile now, right? We, You got to be able to guide yourself sometimes. And sometimes that means taking a step back and, and literally talking to yourself, like 
You want to do that out loud in your head? It's up to you. It depends on the company around you. You know, no one wants to be uh, admitted here. But like you get my point is sometimes you do have to internally coach yourself. And and if your internal coaching is so friggin' mean, you're not going to want to listen to that voice. You're going to be afraid of that voice. You're going to be living in this constant place of not wanting to disappoint anyone. And you will continue to disappoint people as a result. In people being you, right? You'll continue to disappoint yourself as a result because nobody can live with that standard of perfection. Nobody. You don't even expect other people to keep that standard, right? So if you're going to parent yourself, don't parent yourself like the meanest parent you could think of in the world, right? Like that would not, that kid's going to grow up with issues, right? They're, they have a parent who's constantly screaming at them and telling them they're bad and they're wasting time and they're lazy and they're picking wrong. And well, you're going to, you're going to make everything so bad if you do it that way, right? Is that kid ever going to be a good decision maker, a solid leader, self-confident, driven? Those are qualities that just don't, they don't come from fear and shame, so you need to decide to parent yourself in a kind way. It doesn't mean you're going to raise a spoiled kid by doing that, quote unquote, because you're being nice to yourself. You're a grown adult, right? Like, you know, you, you're not going to be because you're nice to yourself. You're going to throw caution to the wind, let go of all your adult responsibilities. No, but at least you won't have this nagging negative feeling about yourself all the time as if that makes it easier to do difficult things. This is difficult. You don't want to be operating with like some naggy wench on your back trying to fix some, do something difficult. You know, that's not going to help you. I think I learned that negative self-talk. Oh, wait, I missed one. You're a great devil's advocate. Yes, I love being devil's advocate. Sometimes it's annoying and I have to remind myself to be a reflective listener. I will, you know, like sometimes it's not the right time and place for devil to be the devil's advocate because that goes the way of toxic positivity, you know? Um, but majority of things, once you process the emotions, when you're dealing with wasted time, I don't think anything is a wasted time, is a waste of time because at some level it had to serve you. And at some level it was necessary and you can learn from it, right? So Devil's advocacy, it's just a great way to collect data without having to internalize it as like, I suck. That's why this happened. No, it happened for a multitude of reasons. Let's look at it. You know, it's all data. Um, I think I learned that negative self-talk from parents and other adults and then romantic partners as an adult. And that's extremely proven is like when you have parents that are narcissistic or they are negative or they're hard to please or anything like that. We carry that into our adult relationships. We'll attract friends like that. We attract romantic partners like that. Um, it's, it's really difficult and it's psychologically proven. There is a reason for that. Even though on the outside, we can look at it and be like, that's not good. That's not right. I don't want that for my family. Right. But that to you, because you were raised in it, still feels like home. It still feels safer to be mean to yourself because at remember what I said before, it feels like you're closer to control if you're the problem because then you can be the solution. So it's very understandable that as much as you logically do not want to be mean to yourself and wish that you could just flip a switch and not be mean to yourself, it's understandable that 
it's been something that's been a, a pattern through all of your relationships and of course going to be a part of your relationship with yourself too. It feels foreign to not be that way. You know, that's why I said we have to first decide. It's the decision to learn how to change. The goal is that we won't feel this way anymore, right? That's the goal that's way out there. But to get to that goal, you first have to want to learn the, the things that make that happen, right? So your goal is to learn to change the way you're parenting yourself. You want to parent yourself differently. That's the most important part. It, you're not going to be good at it at first, right? So stop being so mean to yourself, <laughs> you know? Um, start there and decide to be that gentle, understanding parent because it's not going to, I already said this already, it's not going to lead you to be spoiled, right? It's just going to lead you to not be a nervous wreck who hates making decisions and feels like everyone's always going to be disappointed in them. All right, so <clears throat> I wrote here, think about it this way. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be easily angered towards yourself? Someone that's hard to please, someone that's easy to judge. You know, you're always, you don't want to be any of those things, right? So, so start by not being that way towards yourself. It's already easier to not do that to other people. You're the one getting the brunt of it usually, right? So you don't judge people. You're not hard on other people. You're just doing it to yourself. So start there. Start picking, figuring out the times that you're mean to yourself. And right in that moment, deprogram it. Like right in that moment when you catch yourself being needlessly hard on yourself, stop and just do this one thing. Go, what's the point of that? I don't need to be mean. That's it. What's the point of that? I do not need to be mean. It doesn't mean you're going to sit on a fluffy cloud of like, you know, self-admiration and not take note of anything that happened. Again, you can collect the data from a situation. You can say what worked, what didn't work, you know, what, what would be considered a, a waste of time to me? Like, what did I learn from it? You can stop and collect all that. You do not need to be mean. So stopping yourself in the moment. What's the point of that? I do not need to be mean. It'll be, it's amazing. If you say it out loud to yourself, you say it in your mind, it's going to feel weird at first, but you'll start to get used to that. The human brain is, is, is flexible. You know, even if we feel rigid, it is flexible. Just like it was programmed to be negative. It could be programmed not to be. It just takes time and intention, right? So make the choice, you know? Then second of all, the goal. So the first thing is to decide to parent yourself easier, like more gently, you know, more understanding. Um, try to ask yourself questions about the situation. Look at it from a data perspective, right? And then I want you to make the choice to spin it in a positive way. Now, this borders on the whole toxic positivity side, right? So what I don't want you to do, what I don't want you to do is ignore how you're feeling, and just be like, everything's great and I'm positive because it's fake and you're just going to be mad at yourself that you're not going to believe it, right? But what I do want you to do is spin it. So what's the situation? Tell me in the chat. I want to show you how I would spin it. Tell me in the chat um, any recent situation where you felt guilty for wasting your time. You can mention one in the chat there. Last time you felt guilty for wasting your time. got to change up what you consider a waste of time, right? So to do that, let's look at the past. Tell me in the chat. 
Anyone have a situation you can think of? The other day I was absorbed into TV and felt underproductive because the house was a mess. Okay, so this is twofold. I can do another Zoom on this too, but the other thing is the silent um, silent graders that we have in our head. Because like, who gives a shit, really? You know, like the house is, the house is a mess. Houses get messy. People, it doesn't seem like they do because we, when we go to people's houses, they do an insane cleanup. Like I'm sure each of us does. Like, so it seems like they have their house together. That's just not the truth. Houses get messy. So that's first off. I just feel like that was necessary. Second of all, you were absorbed into the TV because you felt under and you felt underproductive, right? So you're, you needed that time to mentally decompress. You could have forced yourself to get up and clean, but it would have led to a much bigger meltdown later on. It would have led you feeling burnt out. It would have led you to be scrolling or watching TV farther into the night, which would have made it worse and cut into your sleep. So instead, you gave yourself that recharge. Doesn't mean you're less motivated to clean because you're you see the mess, right? You could always chunk it out, do little bits by little bits, but that night you chose rest so you wouldn't push yourself beyond your limits. So... I think, like I said, my labs were not great this week and I felt defeated and that's when I'm wasting my time came into my head. So when it comes to my labs were not great, then you want to sit and you want to think, okay, so what have I been doing? What have I been trying? During that time, what has been the goal of that? Because not get it, I'll give you this example, right? Dyson, the vacuum, my people who have been in here longer will have heard this so many times, but the vacuum company Dyson, they now make the hair products. They make like, it's like $30 billion a year. It's crazy, right? It took them for their first prototype, their first working prototype, took them 5,124 attempts. That number baffles me because at what point did they, could they have said to themselves, I, we've been wasting our time? You know, like we're wasting our time doing this. It's not going to come out the way we want. They put all their effort into trying something they thought would work. They go to test it out. It doesn't work. Was it a waste of time or was it attempting to find the solution? Attempting to find the solution is always better than sitting on your ass and hoping things change, even if you don't get to where you want where, what you were hoping to be, right? So... It, you know, I, it's it's funny. I see here what you're saying, Jessica. I did need that time in retrospect, busy triggering holiday weekend and needed decompression day. Absolutely. Here's the thing, you know, uh, I was telling talking to a client today about this and they're like, you know, are you doing okay with everything that happened last month? You know, and I've noticed like you're not as talkative, you're not posting as much lately and I just want to make sure you're okay, which I thought was very sweet, right? But um, here's my thing. You don't have to worry about me when you see me pulling back because I don't pull back once I'm already burnt out. I start to lessen the load on myself when I feel like if I continue at the pace I'm going, it will lead to burnout. My goal is sustainability. My goal isn't constant recovery. I'm not trying to always push myself to the brink and then have to reel it back in. I, you know, so I, I, I take the foot off the gas when I need to, to allow myself to stay at that steady speed. There's nothing wrong with that. Our production, our productivity levels ebb and flow. And certainly not for anybody else who's not in my life. You know, they could, if they thought that's lazy, that I'm not always at that same level of productivity, they're more than welcome to come here and pick up the difference. 
but really only we can be the judges of, of how the best way to live our lives. And if you need that time, that extra time, if you need to try different things to see if it'll improve your labs, if you need to veg out in front of the TV, whatever it is, none of these things are being done just because we could care less about life and we're just lazy shitheads and we got nothing else to do. It's all in the pursuit of something, you know, it serves us in some, some degree in some facet. So be your own PR person, try to spin it. You know, what did you learn from others in that, in this experience? Or what did you learn about others in this experience? What did you learn about yourself from this experience? You know, um, what did you learn about, like, what do you want to do differently next time? What did you learn to expect in the future? What game plan can come from the way this situation panned out? Scratching things off a list still counts towards finding your solution. CCA, sometimes the hardest part of this program is how slow we go and, and sometimes how people react to certain changes we make. That's the clue we need to keep going, right? So how could you get to the bottom of what you need if you're not crossing things off the list? That's not a waste of time because it's taking longer to get to that end result. It's just that you really wish it was done sooner. You know, it's understandable. So re-ask yourself, what would actually make this a waste? Because when you really think about it, what do I really consider a waste? Not if I just don't get there, but what if I re really think about like what I want from this situation, what I'd be happy with, what I'd want to learn, you know, like what is my idea of a waste? Then it becomes a lot easier. You know, you don't set yourself up for failure so easily that way. You don't put yourself in charge of things that you can, you don't have control over. And it doesn't make you miss the lesson that is in everything that we consider a setback. Right? Um, oh, I, this is a good line that I wrote here. If you think your time and effort only matters if the result you planned on is the result you achieve then the universe, God, fate, luck, whatever you believe in is just straight up laughing at you, <laughs> you know, because it's just not the way it works. We can't only, the juice can't only be worth the squeeze if, if you know, I don't know how that analogy will work out if the juice is what you thought it was going to be. now, but uh, the juice can't always be worth the squeeze is the only measure of if it's worth our effort. Because like I said in the beginning, you can't know uh, if the juice is worth the squeeze out the gate already. It's a lot of pressure to have that, you know, predictability. So, um, and then I wrote, if you decide to double down on that and then assign a time for which it should be done by, that's like, just say you like pain. Just say, just say you like pain and that's it. Because that's really it. Assign, you know, deciding a certain result is what will happen and deciding a time in which that will happen thinking we're responsible for that. If it doesn't happen, whew, just, you like pain. It's okay. But own it. That's a kink. You know, so um, I agree. Sometimes I feel like I am not doing things correctly. And for me to get where I want to be, I try to remember that I am being impatient. For sure. We all get impatient in the pursuits of things that mean a lot to us. You know, so if you feel guilty at all, like you're wasting your time, remember, 
if you were okay with that, then it would be a waste, right? Like if you're like, whatever, okay. You know, that that's a waste, but really being passionate about getting what, what you want and wanting to do the right thing. Like that's never a waste because you're doing the best that you can, that you know to do in that moment. And that's, that, that's the best you can do, you know? So, um, I feel like, I feel like it was another one of those calls where I'm like Charlie day in front of the map with all the strings. And I'm like yelling stuff at you guys. <laughs> but, um, I hope that this made sense and I hope it made you guys feel a little bit better about your perspective on what's a waste of time, what you're responsible for, what all that pressure you're putting on yourself to get it right when you're just trying to figure it out. You know, um, I say this all the time. I think I put it in my post from earlier too. We take better care of the things we like. And if we're yelling at ourselves, if we're being a mean parent to ourselves, you know, mean mommy <laughs> um, over something, we're not going to get better results that way. You always get better results when you nurture the thing that you want to change. And taking things slow, looking at the perspective of learning from our situation, all of that, that's nurturing yourself to help to get yourself to grow rather than just trying to beat it into submission, which hasn't served you yet, right? So hope this was helpful. Hope this is a good little reset for this week, especially after the holiday. No food is worth you feeling mad at yourself, right? So if you have any questions after this, you want to chat further on this topic, shoot me a text um, and we can discuss it. But you're all fabulous. Love you all. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your night and your week. So bye.